welcome to Driven for Purpose, a lifestyle podcast designed to bring you the tips, tools, and resources so that you can discover your purpose, reignite your passion, and fully step into your power. I'm your host, Amanda Bickham, holistic health and mindfulness coach, and I'll be guiding you every step of the way. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. Hello, community. Welcome to another episode on the Driven for Purpose podcast. (sighs) It's interesting, I'm not exactly sure even where this episode will go, but I felt inspired to really just kind of share some of what's awake and alive for me right now in my life share some of the lessons that I've been learning and the truths that have been unfolding in hopes that maybe some of this will resonate with you and help to create some confirmation or shed some light on your own path. But before I begin, I think it's really funny because um, I have a podcast team that helps me produce um, or edit rather the the content and, and put it onto my website and they asked me if I could They said it would be a lot better for the sound if you could go into a room that is quiet. (laughs) And for those of you who are just tuning in, I'm in India. So it's like being in India, there is no such thing as quiet. Unless it's about four in the morning. And I think even that alone, you know, India being this big metaphor for our lives in general. You know, there is no such thing, whether you're in India or whether you're in the United States of America, if you're in a city, um, and even if you're not in a city, there's so much noise around us, right? So many distractions, so many things that are pulling us away from our bodies, pulling us into stories of the mind. And oftentimes really disconnecting us from from truly being with the spirit or the soul. Which is truly the thing that when we are connected to it, we feel more in alignment and more powerful or connected than ever before. It's, it's really a journey, I feel, this, you know, truly trying to stay connected to yourself, trying to stay connected to the highest and best self, because there's two parts of the self, right? There's the, the lower self, or rather the unaware self, I should say, and then there's the highest and best self, and oftentimes the unaware self is, is connected to more strongly, um the shadow side of self and the self that continues to isolate you from other, also known as the ego self. And it's this unaware self that is the most easily conditioned, right? It's the most easily conditioned when it comes to being 
a child and just really taking on the structures that were given to you both from you know our parents as well as our grandparents and our culture and our schooling system and this self is the conditioned self which is so easy to train and easy to manipulate because it's the unaware self And then as we go along in life and we start to develop our own sense of self-awareness, oftentimes through experiences that disconnect us from what we perceive to be our truth. And what I mean by that is, you know, our reality is constantly changing. Not only as individuals are we constantly changing the story, but as a collective consciousness, we're all also writing a larger story. The problem is, is that only a few, you know, a minute majority, a minute minority of people um, really have this bigger perspective awareness. And not only have the bigger perspective awareness, but are acting from that. And that's really where I believe the higher, the highest self is, the self that's less concerned with the me, the my, the ego, the I, and I think there's a lot of talk around ego and what ego is and what it isn't and if it's good or it's bad and I really think that ego is just the personality, the character that you assume in this reality, in this life. And the power is that you create that character. You give this energy, this essence, this personality an energy to which it can be known by. And so often when we're creating our life story from the unaware self, from the self that doesn't really have an identity of what the truest part of the soul or the spirit wants, but is rather going along with whatever they've been conditioned to believe to be true, we end up creating stories and situations and circumstances that we don't really want. We end up getting trapped in the blame game or or victimhood where nothing or there are parts, maybe not nothing, but there are parts of our lives that we're unhappy with. Let's say whether it's our bodies or our social situation or our partnerships, or our jobs, and how we show up in society. And oftentimes, you know, our our bodies will express something, right? Our bodies will have, um, if there's an imbalance, oftentimes our bodies will show this imbalance through physical symptoms. You may start getting a skin issue. You may start gaining weight or losing weight or you start having pain somewhere in your body. And so often our society is training us to ignore it, which the body is one of the best teachers we have. The body holds some of the most wisdom. The mind does as well. If you can allow the mind the space just to be But oftentimes we're so distracted, as I was talking about in the beginning, of 
all of the noise, right? All the noise that's constantly around us, distracting us from truly spending time getting to know the self. The self that is deeper than the story we tell ourselves. The challenge with the way that our society is currently structured is that it's designed to keep us stuck or numb in that many of the TV shows, you know, you turn on a TV and if you've ever not watched TV in a long time, you'll know that you turn on a TV and all the, it's like just the energy of the TV alone is hypnotizing and draining. But yet we're conditioned to want to watch these shows and these, these things that pull us out of our own reality into the drama of somebody else's reality. So we could kind of escape. And then we have these, of course, you know, social media in general and the imaging that goes on oftentimes that people create, you know, these ads, these stories, these whatever it is to keep you hooked in that space. And what happens not only in in that world, but also in our food world, we are so disconnected from our food, the majority of us. We buy it from a grocery store after it's been shipped for a really long time. A majority of the world still buys foods in packages, which not only is that food no longer vital, has it lost its energy and the intention behind it. You know, food has been this community gathering where they gather the food from the garden, they prepare the food together, and it's a ceremony, it's a celebration. And yet, now we've been so far removed from our food that many of it comes in packages, it's been processed by machines. Part of the thing about food that is so nourishing is the fact that so many hands go into it, go into the entire process. And it's really about giving thanks to the earth that continues to create the substance that allows our bodies to thrive but we're no longer connected to the earth and therefore we are no longer as connected to our bodies the earth body is our true connection our truest connection to our bodies and so signs and symptoms start showing up whenever we are disconnecting and yet what we're trained to do by our medical system and society is to take pills that numb us they keep us away from feeling which is truly what this world is all about it's about experiencing life which creates feelings and sensations and it is the whole gamut of sensations that we feel as individuals that make us feel alive It's the heartbreak and it's the absolute bliss. It's the orgasm and the loss of a loved one and the heaviness that that brings to the reality that we live in this world. Yet so often in our modern day world, we are yet again distracted. Distracted from ourselves, 
pulled away from giving ourselves the space to identify who the self really is and who is the projection of somebody else's dream, society's dream, the collective unconscious, as many of us are still truly waking up. And ultimately, that's the main thing that came to me when I thought about wanting to record this podcast. First of all, I haven't connected with you guys for a while. I've been in Goa and Arambol and at the Contact Festival here, and I've deliberately started making more time and space in my life for, for things that help connect me to myself, to my body, to my mind, and to my spirit in different ways, different things nourish me. And yet we're trained in America or oftentimes in the West that taking care of yourself is selfish and you need to take care of others, but you truthfully can't take care of others until you take care of yourself. So one of the things that have been coming up to me since I've been on this trip back to India is this understanding of radical self-responsibility. And that the power that actually accepting responsibility for where you are in life in all aspects of your life is truly key. It's key to beginning to understand the power that you have as an individual to create your reality. We are truly beginning to shift paradigms to where we are waking up as a whole and becoming more aware of what our potential is as human beings on this planet. Yet we cannot fully begin to access our unlimited potential if we're still stuck in the old story that we are not capable of that. If we are still stuck in the old unconscious story of unconsciously creating our reality, meaning doing things that numb us or distract us or keep us away from facing whatever it is we need to face in order to realize that we truly do have the power to create anything we desire in life. And it's so simply broken down, and it's interesting. When I was 17, I moved to California. 18, I moved to California, and I remember sitting in my car and realizing this, just realizing this, that thought is to creation as creation is to life. Think about that. Thought is to creation as creation is to life. Meaning that we create our own reality. That there is a narrator happening, telling a story inside your head every moment of every day. And that oftentimes that story is very unconscious. Hmm? Oftentimes that story is... You're not aware of the story that's being told. And that's how we begin to end up 
playing the blame game or being stuck in victimhood because we don't want to take responsibility for all that we have co-created in this life. Now, of course, some people may say, say things like, well, I didn't create to be sexually abused when I was a child or I didn't create the story of being a white man or an African-American woman or an indigenous, you know, whoever. And while that may be true from this comprehension or this understanding from the human, from the individual, from the I, there is a bigger collective consciousness that shares a different story of that we're all one big soul or one big energy unit playing out different expressions of energy. And while you may not have manifested those things intentionally, there were some things that have just been in your path and are karmic patterns that you, unaware in this moment, in this life, have consciously been created or developed into this life to learn some sort of karmic lesson. It's almost like a knot that's wanting to get undone, working out the kinks. kinks are part of the life, it's part of the story, it's part of the play. And so, ultimately at the end of the day, when we begin to wake up to this understanding and truly not just comprehend it from a you know mind point of view, okay, my thoughts create my reality, which I perceive to be true. Because life is all just a perception at the end of the day. It's just a perception and a reflection and a projection. And we can literally change our perception by changing our thoughts. Yet we have to do it in the moment. We have to begin changing our story now. If you feel fat and heavy or out of shape and lethargic, not continuing to tell yourself that story is going to be what gets you out of it. Versus if you continue to tell yourself that story, you're going to continue to be that way because thought is energy and energy is what creates all things. And thoughts are the unmanifested energy, the energy before they have actual momentum behind them to become things. So by choosing to become aware of your thoughts and creating patterns and habits and tools and structures to identify your thoughts, to separate yourself from your thoughts, and then therefore become the creator, conscious creator of your thoughts. That's how you begin to shift your paradigm. That's how you begin to shift your story. Radical self-responsibility is the key to helping us truly create the lives that we deeply desire and that our souls know is possible. Sometimes it takes help and support to get you out of your old story because you've been wrapped up in it for so long. But it takes this sense of humbleness to realize that ultimately the only thing that's holding us back in our lives, no matter what it is or what we want, is ourselves. 
And once we begin to just surrender to that and accept that, then we start to be given the tools in our life to change it. We have to create compassion, surrender and acceptance for how life is, for how we are, for our experiences in order for us to expand beyond. There's that saying, what we resist persists. And it's just the same as understanding that where our attention goes, energy flows. So, you know, my question to you, the audience, is where may you possibly be feeling as though there might be a slight misalignment and even the smallest or biggest aspects of your lives and how can you begin to accept more responsibility whether it's your financial situation your health situation your relationship whatever it is could be different for different people how can you begin to take a step back and become the observer of the situation and just ask yourself with neutrality, how am I helping to create this experience that I do or do not want? And if I do want it, what story can I change this to in order to create the life that I truly do desire? And it's just as simple as that. It's as simple as choosing to see the situation beyond the self of limited perception. And then notice the vibrational frequency that that story is emitting. And if you choose to change it, changing that story into one that you desire. And only when we all begin to do that and understand that will there be this shift in collective consciousness that helps us rise up and understand our true potential. It takes one person to begin to do this work to then begin to radiate at a different vibrational understanding and frequency, which then shifts the energy for all those around, which is why the self-work and really choosing to value the self and honor the self and respect the self is so important. Yet again, going back to our structures and society tells us the exact opposite. It's time that we begin to wake up and take responsibility so that we can take back our power and truly begin to step into what we all are capable of. I do believe that alone one maybe can survive but when we are together, we truly thrive. And that's why 
there's not only one person on this earth. So, if this resonates, I invite you to share it so that we can be all begin to can begin to step into this new awareness, this new potential, this new awakening. So we can all take more responsibility and start showing up for ourselves. And in that, being able to fully and truly show up for others. I hope you enjoyed these sacred sounds of India with all the background noises and chaos and distractions. Maybe use that as a metaphor to ask yourself, where are my distractions? Maybe some are self-induced and maybe some are just environmental. Regardless of where you are, what's going on and all the noise, you can always go within. And from that space, find the space and the solitude that gives you the opportunity to know and to live this truth and to truly embody what we all are capable of. Thank you so much for tuning in from my heart to yours. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode on Driven for Purpose. I cannot tell you how much your support means. If you found this content helpful in any way, shape, or form, I would love it if you share this with your friends and family. If you haven't yet already done so, please go on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Your reviews help us rank higher, which means more people can get inspired by this content. And together, we can support one another to continue on our journey towards our highest and best selves. I'll catch you next week.